I, mean, I, I, played, I played against Pete up in high school with him wearing number nine, man. You played? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Carlos, man. Damn, man. Uh, wife laugh, bro. Uh, you, made, uh, you tickled me. You tickled Plus, my man. wife, bro. You said that. I played against Pete uh, up. Oh, man. Man, that ain't me. It ain't me. Yeah, That's man. classic, bro. Hey, guys. It's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, a.k.a. E-Dub. In the house, you know, we're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, go nose. This is Terrell Buckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Dion Primetime Sanders. Great Dion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I could, I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder, Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What is happening, guys? We are live. This is Thursday, January 21st. You're here on this beautiful, beautiful evening. We've got jersey numbers being changed. We got workouts happening. We got a spring game date announced. Uh, we got NFL, uh, AFC, NFC championships coming up. We got some nuggets on Mackenzie Milton. They had interviews this week. Uh, tons of stuff to talk about. We got basketball, too. A big game coming up on Saturday that I'll be at. Um, and also a big game to talk about recapping the Louisville game also when they went on the road to beat uh, the Cardinals. So this is a jam-packed podcast. I'm excited. I'm in a good mood. Uh, but, yeah, let me introduce my two co-hosts. Dustin Lewis, our lead writer and editor up there next to me down below, is Nate Greer, lead recruiting insider. Austin Vizi, lead basketball writer. And at the very bottom, what up, baby? Los 2013 national champion. Getting ready for that'd, the CFL. That'd be four co-hosts, not two. Yeah, I was confused. I said two yeah. co-hosts? You definitely said two. Yeah, he does that every week. I'm too excited for tonight, Every week, I think. really? Really? I'm too excited no respect. for tonight. No respect. Nate, we only get you, what, for like 45 minutes? You're a busy man. You got a podcast coming up. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's yeah, jump he's right got a, He's got a whole family. I've got a whole thing going on. I will say, um, before we start, you can listen on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so then you'll be notified every time we go live. Like I said, uh, you know, we, we've said the last couple of weeks we have been looking kind of for a sponsor, which we still are always out there looking for new people to join. Uh, but I will say we do have some very big news coming, hopefully, uh, at the beginning of next week. I had a phone call or two today and have some very exciting news. The guys on here know about it um, and we're really, really um, amped and now energized to really get after it. So uh, be on the lookout for that starting next week. Ready to announce that. Here we go. Uh, Off-season conditioning, spring football. Let's see. We got a lot of quick hitters here. Tour of duty started last Friday. I know some workouts from what I was told began on Monday, but officially official from the university that they started on Friday. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's the same old, same old getting your ass worn out, getting back in shape. It's not going to be easy. I don't think for a lot of guys, Lois, when you came back from some time off, how did it feel going through workouts under coach Vic? 
I mean, it sucked at first, but I mean, it felt good. It was a good pain. Like you, I mean, I'm going through it now, getting back into it, getting to get back on the field, getting to touch grass again. Um, it's different. I mean, you do train when you're away, but it's not the same as you're going to be football training when you're with the guys. Like it's a different kind of going in. Um, it's football specific. Um, it's long conditioning. Um, it's not anything you're going to do like 30, 45 minutes on a machine or just going outside playing catchers or doing a uh, running a couple routes. So it's going to be different. These guys are going to be hitting it hard. It's going to be super intense. Um, it's going to be building towards what you're going to be putting together in spring to head into the summer and then into season. So you're going to be evaluated on everything you do different than training by yourself. So, I mean, um, it's going to be, it, it was tough. I mean, you had to put your best effort forward and what you put out there in workouts, ultimately what you got putting um, in the position of playing spring. Yeah. Have you heard anything on workouts going on right now, Nate, or, you know, Milton's now there and you're seeing a lot of him. We talked about it in the last podcast about him leaning on workouts and working out with guys after, um, you know, the scheduled workouts are, mm -hmm. and they're actually going through routes and whatnot, but anything you're in that you're I mean, hearing. I, 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 mean, I shared a couple of things on, on the discord. Um, you know, it's, it's early, you know, I, I'd really wait to see next week to see what's really transpiring, but, you know, I, I think the running back room was really surprised to see, you know, how, how DJ Williams looks. You know, they were pretty surprised how put together he is. And uh, one of the other running backs said that, you know, he's going to be a dude. So, you know, that's going to be uh, good, good, good to see losing losing Webb, a guy who can step right in. But, um, you know, good to hear that Corey Wren's healthy. Um uh, we talked a little bit about him, and you know, Carlos asked me a question last week about who I, I, I want to see step up in the spring, uh, and, and you know, he's ready to go. And yeah, you know, honestly, you know, I'm I'm going to wait to see for spring in order to see how things look before I sit here and get all excited. Um, and I really hope that these guys are putting forth the effort and and buying into what Coach Storms is doing. And, you know, a couple of days in is what, what it sounds like so far is that these transfers that come on and kind of put a fuse for some guys. Um, you know, uh, Carlos mentioned about, you know, his brother saying before that, you know, he had Telvin behind him so he couldn't take any breaks. So, you know, when you bring in guys who have experience and guys who played a lot of starting minutes, you know, it's going to challenge these guys if you're going to step up or, or, or get past. So, I'm just really excited for the competition. Um, you know, I, I want to see how they can uh, prepare for spring. So, you now, as I hear it, I'll share it in the Discord. So, if you're not part of the Discord, make sure you jump on there. Um, but you know, so far, so good from what I understand. Yeah, and obviously, that's really good news for Florida State's running back room, bringing in um, DJ Williams from Auburn to go along with Deshaun Corbin and Lawrence Toa Philly, who really both proved themselves as capable backs last year. And we'll, we're looking forward to seeing them continue to develop. And then also Corey Wren being healthy is, is huge as well, because, you know, all we talked about last season after he signed was his speed. And we got to see a little bit, a little bit of that on special teams uh, during his true freshman season. And hopefully he just gets more involved in the offense. Yeah, no, I'm excited for Corey Wren and Nate has been talking about him quite a bit the uh, last couple of weeks, but uh, he adds a different kind of X factor behind uh, your quarterback. We haven't actually got to see anybody. We, we didn't get to see him play last year um, at all and practically. 
And the thing that he can do best is give you some speed options. And, you know, you got two that, that whole depth that they have right now in the backfield is, is pretty impressive. Um, one of them being, I mean, obviously Corey Rand, but there's so many things you could do. You can even have Jordan Travis out there. You still keep McKenzie mm-hmm. Milton, who just recently said that he's kept his speed. He's at, he's back to his uh, speed that he had before uh, he was injured, which is great to hear, but that it could be, it has a chance to be an explosive backfield. Yeah. And you know, one thing I think we haven't talked about yet is, you know, not to get off, you know, too far off topic, but you know, the recognition that Toyo Philly's gotten now that the season is over, you know, he, he was one of, you know, the best freshman running backs in the country, you know, statistically on the field, everything. So, you know, that's a great building block moving forward. Yeah. Toa Philly, I know everybody keeps on kind of forgetting Toa Philly, Toa Philly, but Woo, the weapon. boy has some baby nine. He's a weapon. He's a weapon. He's multiple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I uh, use this word often. He's multiple. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you, when you wear that number nine, you do something. You have to mm-hmm. be multiple. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Uh, we can go back to a few of these transfer interviews. I was at work and I was able to listen to McKenzie Milton's and he's kind of the same way with um, the way he just talks to people. I feel like he's from Hawaii. He's very laid back. He doesn't kind of jump into anything too crazy. He he'll answer your question, but it's not going to be, you know, he's not going to give you some crazy juice. He's a laid back guy. And I think from what I got from these interviews is that he's just really tired of talking about the injury. He's tired about the recovery talk and all that kind of stuff. He's talking, he mm-hmm. wants to talk about being out on the field. He wants to talk about the work that he's putting in now with his current teammates at Florida state. He, you know, he's heard enough about what happened. It was a terrible injury, um, but he's moved on. It, that's what I've just been able to tell. I don't know if you guys have heard a few interviews on him, but he, he's moved on. Yeah. I, I, I like what I heard from all of them, you know, a, a lot of maturity, a lot of, a, a lot of, you know, character guys that also are, are pretty good football players. So, you know, all, all of them say the right things. All of them, you know, ha- have said that they're coming to Florida State for, for the right reason. Um, so we'll see if that carries over to the field. See, I'm, I'm happy you said that, Nate, because I totally agree. They they all – they came, for, for, came to Florida State for the right reason. They mm-hmm. wanted to come to a program where they felt like was heading in the right direction. And it didn't reflect our record. It reflected the building blocks that were being in place outside mm-hmm. of the stadium. Um, the, the recruiting classes, putting the coaching pieces together, making sure coaches were coming back, that they wanted to be here for certain players. So, I mean, they, they, they obviously were being recruited and they obviously liked what they were being shown when they were coming here. And, and being shown around and being and being approached. So, I mean, it's, it's a reason why they wanted to come here. And it was it was nice to the way they spoke about why they chose to come. Yeah, uh, there, there's a lot to be excited for. I'm trying to think about a few things that McKenzie uh, was mentioning. He said that uh, he's very close to 100 percent. There's another interview that I listened to where he said that the doctor is basically <clears throat> told him to keep that brace on. Um, mm-hmm. and he's really, I think from the things that he uh, has been saying, he's really hoping to be out of that by spring. Um, I'm interested to see if that's the case. It all depends on the doctor. I believe he was going to see going up to Minnesota, I believe to yes. get reevaluate. Yeah. Yep. Get reevaluated. I can't even speak right. <laughs> I don't even know my own 
Uh, uh, he, but he said he thinks his doctor's gonna tell him just go play ball, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, w- which would be phenomenal. But you know, you, you the comparison is Alex Smith, and you know he he wears that brace. I think off the field too. Does he? Does he not? I uh, think so. But his it seemed like his injury was a. A lot more like McK- like McKenzie's was pretty bad, but it seems like Alex Smith was even beyond that. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I mean, he said no. he's running at the same speed right now. He said his arm is better than ever. Um, and we've been hearing different things from different people, different sources hmm. that you know he's expecting to be the starter, but he's also moving just like how he was. Um, well, apparently he was ago. killing, killing UCF on, on, on the uh, on the uh, on the practice squad. So uh, on the mm-hmm. scout team, he's killing that UCF defense. Apparently, so I'm yeah. I, I'm really I'm really really eager to see how that unfolds because uh, uh, you know, Florida State has a lot of warts. You know, we're not going to sit here and say that they don't, but a, a, a good quarterback makes a major major difference and. You know, I, I'm very interested to see how how things unfold. You know, going in and out of the spring as, as you go into fall. Los, the the logo hits differently at Florida State. He also mentioned uh, a big quote from his interview was that he uh, was having to decide which school to go to, and he just says, you know, that that logo just hits differently at Florida State, and that's oh always great to hear. He's lived in Florida during his time at UCF, but. That's right. The logo does hit differently, and it's still well in recruiting. It does. I mean, if you look at Miami's, if you look at Miami's, the U, it doesn't correlate to what their mascot is. Like, and the, the mm-hmm. bird don't correlate to what the mascot is. When you look at Florida's, like it does, but who wants to be doing this extra exercise and stuff? <laughs> like, you know, we stand for something. We stand for something that was pivotal in the state of Florida. Uh, um, you know, a Native American tribe, something that was that was honored and like we show respect to it. I mean, you know, we've had our differences going through with a logo change, but overall it had to become to an agreement for it to be a change. And and honestly, I mean, people had to be for it. And when you see it, you know, the history behind it, it's respect behind it. I mean, you don't have that for a lot of logos in the country. Like it's recognizable across the world. Everybody knows what this is. And it's on your chest right now. Boom. <laughs> and it's on Carlos Williams right now. And, and I, I look at a guy like, you know, Keir Thomas, you know, he was asked, you know, what position do you think you're best at? He's like, I don't care. I just want to play ball. You know, that's the mentality that we talked about all, all year. You know, this this team needs ball players and guys are going to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Not you a know, lot of selfishness. But he just wants to go out there and play. He doesn't care where. Um, you know, he, he knows he's going to start out at Fox and might side inside, and he just wants to go out there and play. The play you know? doesn't care who makes it. The yep. play does not care who makes Sounds it. Sounds familiar. He, he just <laughs> wants to play football. And it's been a long time since you had guys come to Florida State and just care about playing the game, not care about where they fall in the draft or their draft grade or how they're 40, how many times they can bench press 225. They care about how, how many snaps can I get on Saturday and how many snaps am I going to have in November and December? And am I playing in a New Year's Six? Am I competing for a national championship? Do we have a conference championship under my belt? Like, I want to win football games. I want to play football for as long as I can. And they're invested in playing the game. We haven't had that in a very long time. And 
it's good to hear that. I don't care where I play on the D-line. I just want to play ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carlos, let me ask you a question. So we, we, <laughs> we talked about – was it you? I think you who said it. I forget who said it, but, you know, Jimmy Robinson pretty much said he's going to play nickel. Mm-hmm. Great fit. You know, we, talk, we talked a little bit about that we last week on who we thought – you know, who are going to be the defensive backs. I think that kind of – if he's going to be the nickel, you know, I, I, I think that's going to – We talked about Travis being the be X-factor. Being yep. the X-factor, Jay being the X-factor, being back in, in, mm-hmm. in the deep third, in the in the deep half. And with him coming in there after listening to his interview, I haven't really heard him speak. I got to follow him on social media. But hearing him speak, like, he was shocked about the workout. Whoa, it came and surprised me. But, you know, we got it done. We grinded through it. You know, he, he talked about it. He has an attitude where he's wanting to compete. He's looking to go make teammates better around him and make himself better. He's looking to get the best of out of everybody. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I stand corrected. With that attitude, He I like that he wants to play in a nickel. He wants to be close to the ball. He's hungry Look. for it. But watch Look. his tape. He's been an aggressive tackler. He 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 that that fits his mold. That's what he is. And I'm happy he's choosing to bring that element down to someone we've had not very strong players at recently. Mm-hmm. Los and I want to mention too, not to interrupt, but uh, he also mentioned that he wants to be the most physical nickel that's ever came through. Yep. I believe Tallahassee, and that, yeah, and that right there that. that creates a discussion right there. That there's that, another that, guy. That that is, there's um, another animal that went through during your time. The name of those are some words to live up to. Joiner, Lamarcus Joiner. We posted a video on our Instagram today, a video of him just annihilating that kid from Duke. Poor guy. I mean, um, I, he has a lot, a lot of lot of big shoes to fill. Think about this: Lamarcus mm-hmm. played in the nickel. Tyler Hunter played in the nickel. Mike Harris played in the nickel. Um, I, I mean, Greg, Greg Reed. For, for, for a year, his freshman year played in the nickel before he moved out to the island. I mean, so you had a lot of guys that came through Florida State. I mean, won't say the best of the best, but played a very, very good man and zone nickel for us uh, going through Mickey and then going through Coach Stoops. And, I mean, you had a lot of great football players go through there. But him coming here after LaMarcus, not having such great nickels and LaMarcus being one of the best we've had in a while, I mean, mm-hmm. that says something. You get that's that's big, big, big shoes to fill. He wasn't a big person. So he, he, even if he plays like a Travis Hunter, the Travis Hunter was really good before his neck injury. See, people forget that. Tyler, Tyler, sorry. By the way, Travis Hunter is the number one player in 2020 class. <laughs> but, to, it's, it's always on your mind, Nate. Yeah. It's understandable. You're the recruiting guy. It's understandable. Uh, uh, but uh, Tyler Hunter was before he got hurt. Yeah. I mean, even in the return game, he was dynamic in the return game. So even if he's a you know a hunter, that's a W for Florida State. Yes. If he's a joiner, woo. Honestly, kid you not, I'm gonna blow you guys' mind. If he's if he plays like Nate Andrews, yeah, fine at Florida State. I will take that at Florida State. Think about this: Tyler Hunter led the team in interceptions his sophomore season. Nate Andrews. Sophomore season led the team in interceptions playing in the nickel. I like we've heard some little rumors. There's been some Twitter rumors that Nate Andrews might be coming home and join Florida State staff. I hope in some so, manner. Man. Come on, nasty. Come on nasty back. Nate. What do you mean you hope so? Call them. Get us some info. Lose, <laughs> oh, you need to, we need to use your we need to use your connects. 
call that man right now and ask him. Text him right now and ask him or DM him on Instagram. <laughs> I, so know, I know he's in your contacts. Hey, Jeremiah Wilson was um a GA um while I was at Florida State. He was close to Pruitt. I actually DM him on Twitter and I was like, I tweeted him I was like, so what's going on with the eyeballs? Like <laughs> what's going on? He was like, What you mean? <laughs> So who knows? I mean, you hear a lot of wild stuff going down there in Tennessee right now. Um, Man, honestly, McDonald's back. Coach Pruitt, he was a good defensive coordinator. He was uh, he was tough, but he ran a good system. He won the national championship while he was here. I mean, we wasn't getting McDonald's bags full of money because we already was, we was already out here eating. Like we was we was getting it. I mean, we were we didn't need to be bribed. We wanted to go win. I mean, we were already here. We didn't need extras, guys. Come in. We just we wanted to go win already. But it was um. Right it's thing just, to say. It's, sad, it's honestly sad to see. Like sad to see. I mean, he went to Tennessee. I was proud. I proud to see somebody I got coached. I played for go get a head coaching job like Coach Stoops. Um, mm-hmm. That was really really cool. When he got went to Kentucky. It was cool to see Pro, Coach Pruitt go do it. Um, but it's it's sad to see a program like that. And um, they're gonna get hit hard. And they're gonna get hit hard for a long time. And it's um it's sad. I'm, like I said before, it's sad to see. It happened before when Kit when Kiffin when, when Kiffin um uh, was at what where Kiffin at when they at Tennessee when it happened before. Mm-hmm. When uh, he he left and went to USC, and USC got hit with sanctions right before mm-hmm. right after they left Tennessee. So it, it is it's sad to see, man. But um, I wish Stop. him the best of luck, and it just sucks. Yeah, and I think he's going back to Bama. <laughs> he's gonna have under to. what role? He's gonna have to. They get, they it, it, it ain't gonna be much of a uh, you know market for him right now. Uh, <laughs> his, his his star is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can just take that analyst position at Bama and then, you know, take the rest of that buyout money from Tennessee. I know, they're gonna buyout. Try, I know they're going to try and go to court. They fired him a cause, man. Bro. We'll, we'll see. He's going to fight it. He's going to fight it pretty set, hard. Set Tennessee on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to set them on fire. You know, I, I, I will say this. They had a damn good um, um, AD hired today, Danny yeah. White. I saw I wanted FSU to hire. Too late. Not even too late. Just Florida State's not really focused on that right now. Yeah. It seems like. I mean, I mean, sucks to yeah. sucks to suck, kind of kind of situation. Yep. Uh, here we go. Just the highlight of the week, right here. This is all that matters, at Florida State uniforms and jersey numbers. That's all that matters during the off season. Hey. That's all that matters, hey. Los. All that matters. Let me go through a couple of these, and y'all give me your thoughts. What about DJ Wims? He goes from three at Auburn to number one. He's wearing number one. He's taking James Blackman's number. Hey man, rock it out! Hey, I, I know what though. I had a single digit at a running back, and you know what's funny though? Running backs with single digits at Florida State are known for being very productive. One of the, one, one of the greatest, two two of the greatest. Put it there with Dalvin Cook and Cam Akers being the most two recent. Um, Greg mm-hmm. Jones wore number six. Leon Washington wore three. Um, Devontae, me, myself. Um, I can. I, I. I mean, I can go all day. I mean, we had a lot of great backs were single digits, and um, I hope let's keep the trend going. I hope the, the kid – a lot of luck. I mean – Wilder was the goober wearing 32. I mean, but that's – I mean, he, he looked good at 32, he, he though. Tradition, and that was cool. I mean, I hope my that was kids, his dad's number, though. sons wear nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope my kids want to wear 29 and nine. That would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I wore number eight, Los, in high school. In, in what sport did you play? Um <laughs> I didn't Dennis, think riding the pine Dennis. was a sport, Logan. <laughs> Ping pong. Uh, Keir <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Keir Thomas is wearing number four defensive uh, defensive end. Mackenzie Milton's going to bring his number from UCF 10 over to FSU. 
Uh, Jamie Robinson's wearing number 10. He's going to be moving from, what do you have, seven at South Carolina, I believe, and he's going to be wearing number 10. Oh. Malik McLean, I like this number for him. True freshman wide receiver, a lot of uh, high talks about him so far heading into spring workouts. He's going to wear number 11. Also wearing number 11, taking Janaris Robinson's number. Fellow defensive end, though, Jermaine Johnson, the Georgia transfer. But he's good, though. <laughs> like, he, like, to be honest with you, you know, I'm not disappointed oh, about somebody wearing number 11 that's not good after your brother wore it. Let's be honest, though. Like, my, bro- my brother was the most underrated number wearing 11 guy to ever wear number 11 at Florida State. Ain't wrong. My brother's been a vet in the NFL for eight years and don't get the respect he deserves. And that guy wears number 11 and, and, and played like that. And he got about to the senior bowl playing like that. Hey, Reese's, where's my senior bowl invite? I'll take a late one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, your, bro- your brother lost that. to the Cleveland Browns, though. Right, so my brother's an eight-year vet. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. He's got that pension locked in. Janoris Robinson should not be at the senior bowl. <laughs> Point blank, period. Shouldn't even go to the Shrine Bowl. The East-West Shrine Bowl? Shouldn't even be invited to that. The North, South, East, West, all of the Tropic Bowl. Garbage Bowl. <laughs> Not even the Tropic Bowl that was played at Celebration High School off of I-4. He should even play in that bowl. Damn. Jesus. He should be in the toilet bowl. That's how he played all season. I ain't getting about it to the – what? Am I not good as him? Y'all shouldn't even – They ain't even going to – I mean, uh, Los has been after the senior bowl. I think we need to have, like, the guy who takes care of all of the – figuring out who the player is going to come. We'll have him so come savage. on the podcast. Yeah, and have them come on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I need to have him come on and talk to Los. Wild. Do we care about an offensive line number? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. Two freshman offensive lineman. Bryson Estes, number 77. We're in 77. Any, any takers there? I mean, I asked. It seemed like everybody really wanted to know. I mean, that's, do Nate, we, that's Nate's I boy. Mean, do we have, do we have any, Nate's boy. any pro bowler, Hall of Famers that were 77? I mean, sometimes you step in the shoes you don't know you're stepping into. Yeah, you gotta do your you gotta do your Remember, homework. Did you you had to do your homework? I mean, you took Peter, you took P dubs. I did do my homework since he caught that tip pass in Virginia versus Virginia Tech in the Sugar Bowl. I've been wanting to wear number nine. I got blessed with wearing number nine. My uh, first touchdown ever. I got a kick return against Miami, and I ran right into him into the end zone. Yeah, he dapped me up as I scored that touchdown. Like mm-hmm. that's oh yeah, picture perfect, picture perfect. You know what I'm saying? So you do, you never know what kind of shoes you step into, but hopefully. I mean, I, 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 I played against Pete up in high school with him wearing number nine, man. You played? <laughs> Damn. Carlos, man. Wife laugh, laugh, bro. Uh, you, made, you tickled me. You tickled Lush, my man. wife, bro. You said that. I played against Pete <laughs> up. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now, it ain't me. It ain't me. Yeah, That's man. classic, bro. Uh, he's rocking that number nine back then, man. What number were, what number were you? Which year? What number? Your senior year. I didn't play. I tore, I tore my ACL. Oh, dang. I'm sorry about Dustin's that. Dustin's laughing like that. Dustin's laughing like that. I tore my ACL my senior year, too. Me and mm-hmm. But you rode the bench, of... Dustin. I'm not Dustin. I mean, Logan. That's different. Yeah, come on, bro. I, play, like, I played a little bit. <laughs> I, couple, off I got a couple snaps in. Dustin played JV as a senior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but I was dominant. I was dominant. <laughs> you would hope so. You're 100 pounds bigger. <laughs> <laughs> sure, just a hundred. Nineteen, nineteen-year-old senior. Austin, you played, played against freshmen. I was twenty-one. Nah, I had I had a lot of injuries in middle school and high school, so the doctors told me just don't play. 
It's it's don't get near Austin too much. He'll get you in. I mean, I'm, I mean, it makes sense though. I mean, yeah, that's why. That's why I got into coaching and being on the the managing side instead of playing. Smart idea. Yeah, that's not a bad idea though. I mean, yeah. you still you still get a passion for it, the sport that you love. You just took a different route in it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, Austin. We'll keep you awake. Uh, basketball's coming up soon. Usually, <laughs> right, man, usually you hurry. take usually you take those kind of paths to not get injured, but it seems like you've gotten injured along the way. Yeah, somehow I mean, he's happens. gotten injured while being a manager on the sidelines. Somehow that's that's a, you know. Uh, you, you know, sometimes you just sometimes you still got to get buckets, even in dress shoes and a polo. And say, you know, it happens. <laughs> oh yeah, we've seen your videos enough. We saw them in your three. <laughs> threes uh, let's, make it plural. Th- oh, threes! I should say threes. Uh, what else is on here? We, we, we there's some. We picked a good day to uh, record an episode. Uh, spring game date is announced. Everybody, everybody, wave your hands, enjoy, and get excited. After a three and six season, everybody get excited. I'm just kidding. I'm being, I'm being uh, rude. We're, we're doing something for that, right? We, yeah, we, I mean, we, we had to get together for that. The spring game's the week after my birthday. We got to do something. Maybe our uh, new, uh, maybe our new announcement. Maybe they they can hook us up with a little situation. Uh, but the spring game announced April 10th, um, and that's about it. No time yet. We'll probably get that whenever it gets closer. Uh, but it will get our first chance of seeing, you know, uh, be in the stadium. Hopefully we'll see what that is like since the football season. I mean, the pandemic, God knows what's going to be happening by then in April, but uh, hopefully we can watch it and do something there. Yeah. Hopefully we can all get together. Uh, Norvell, this will be his first spring game. Um, God willing things will go on as planned right now with tour of duty and then also spring practices, uh, beginning but hopefully we'll all be able to get together for that wait 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 man bill o'brien hired at alabama you're late that was two hours uh, ago uh, that happened like late. a couple of days ago to do what but <laughs> oc offensive coordinator quarterback coach i mean he was the head coach you? of penn state like and they, they hired your boy carlos they hired doug marone you're gonna have him recruiting kids it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> gonna have him recruiting kids. He, he he literally, if he would have stayed in in Houston, he would have destroyed Deshaun Deshaun Watson. I mean, again, so he was the head coach at Penn State. What six years ago? Like it wasn't that long ago. I yeah. think he could pack money. You know how Tennessee's putting money into Melba, um, McDonald's bags. I think he could put money secretly, put it in his chin. Yeah, his little Saban dent that he has there. Saban would have his head. Saban's not illegally recruiting. I'm just telling you that right now. Huh? Saban's getting the cream of the crop because he's getting the cream of the crop. He just has uh, his way of doing it. How, how many Dodge Chargers they all got? A little bit. Yeah, that's how many Dodge Chargers out there? How did hey, Timmy? Hey, how did we talk about how Timmy got all these rides? Go against Saban, you want to. <laughs> hey, I'll say nothing. Uh, I'm just... I wonder how many kids Saban turns down. How you good know? has Auburn been since that kick six? Garbage. Good. Garbage. Yeah, exactly. You don't cross Saban, man. Oh, no. Just let him do his thing. Oh, no. Y'all face him in the national championship that year. Uh, I mean, good to face you, right? There's a reason why he purposefully just destroys all of his old assistants. Let's him <laughs> know who, who, who Pop is, you know? Come on, man. He seemed a little bit older this year, though. I can tell it's starting to hit him, though. He's seeing, he's like tearing up. COVID, at a, tearing up like that. COVID happened. He's getting old. <laughs> he's getting old. I'm just saying. He just didn't. Uh, uh, 
I mean, also the realization that you're now, without a doubt, the best coach in the history of college football. Yeah, like, like what bored. else you need to do? Yeah, I'd be bored after a while. Uh, but yeah, we spring game. Any, are we all gonna get? Are we all gonna link up? What's going on? What's the what's the plan? Are we in College Town, College Town afterwards. Like, get a couple drinks. Like, are you are you guys gonna be vaccinated or? Yeah. I, I I think we need to play a little are you game. Wearing a mask? I, like, <laughs> I'll be wearing I, a mask. Yeah, I I think that uh, that's when we need to record if Logan versus to. uh Logan versus Carlos. Oh, Carlos will be in shape by then. Logan doesn't want that. Dude, Logan, I was talking to Logan about this. Time out, time out. out. (laughs) Who keeps bringing up this fact that I have not been in shape? Like, okay. Logan? Like, yeah, y'all believe believe him. Y'all believe the words that come out of his mouth when it comes to me. I've seen Los in person. I'm saying game shape. I'm saying game shape. It ain't ain't game shape yet. That's why I'm wanting to do this, this race as soon as possible. Mm, but I was on the, I was on the phone with Logan today, and we literally got to this topic about y'all racing each other, and and I said let's do it in the intramural field across from Madison Social. He said no, we've got to do it at Charles High School on the track there, and like this man needs home court to run a sprint. He he's ridiculous. That's what he is. He's <laughs> I want to on the track. I want to on the he's track. Hundred meters. Hundred meters. Ridiculous. You can't take me hundred meters. <laughs> I'm a four-time state qualifier in the hundred. What do you not Qualifier. Understand? Qualifiers get cookies. Every year I went to state. Did you get your cookie? <laughs> my freshman to my senior year, I went to state. The only person in my high school to go to state. How long and has it been since ever. then? Wait, ever. have I got my remote? Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you not listening? Wait, look, wait, I'm switching to you ever go to state history, ch- history channel. Listening? Am I going to history channel? Where is it at? Bro. Channel 16. <laughs> Where is it at? Is it- Lo- Logan. Logan. Where is it at? Send me the Addy. We'll line up right now tonight. Tonight, yeah. Tonight, I gotta cook dinner. I'm hungry. Cook, wow, uh, excuses. You hit a pe- people. Y'all go cook dinner. Down you document right now to hear Logan excuses right now. Go down April, right April, April 9th or 10th. We'll run it up. We'll run okay. it up. I'm gonna smoke you like like wings on a grill, baby. We're gonna yeah. film it and That's put what it on you've been all eating. social media. I can't wait. <laughs> we might put you better, on a live you better stretch, Logan. <laughs> I don't want. I'd even give Logan a 10 meter head start. I will. <laughs> meter head start. Yeah, y'all been talking about that. I don't need a head start. That's the thing. I I'm, might give him like five yards head start. I, we'll I, see. I, I got low spots in the line, and you're probably gonna be like twenty. Not even close. Not even <laughs> close. Say, Watch man. the film. Go back at my times. Look at my times. Logan's gonna like pull a hammer. Times. Side. County champion hurdles. When? One tens. What one county? tens. What year was it? Uh, I don't know what year it was. What county was this? <laughs> Leon County. You got you got all right. First of all, you got Lincoln, you got Godby, you got Rickards. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Unless I've lived in Tallahassee for a little while. I've kind of learned the demographic of this city. I don't think That's you're a county that. champion sprinting in this city, Logan. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna put that <laughs> in the air. You'll learn. You'll, you'll learn. Sprinting, but I'm just you'll gonna learn. say this right you'll now. Learn. You'll you, learn. my friend, have never won a county championship in sprinting you'll. in this county. Dude, he was you'll on like learn. a relay team. Yeah, like you yeah, had to have a couple teams. Like you one just tens ain't relays. Down. One ten hurdles ain't relays. Sit down. All right. You, are, hey, you need to bring up your. You need to bring up your segment. You. It was. We're it was off topic. In the way. Yeah, there is. Here we there go. Is. People uh, yours. Los. Los. Your segment of the week. It's all yours. Here we go. We have it. Let me ask you a question, Nate. People, I have a question for Nate. I asked on Twitter. I got a couple ripples in it, but here we go, Nate. Where do you see Florida State being ranked opening week of the twenty-one? 2021 college football football season 
Like, do you see them being ranked in top 25 or in a particular spot? Why do you see them ranked there? If not, why do you not see them ranked? Uh, I don't see them ranked in the preseason because of the last three years. They they played loser football. Um, I, I think that, you know, if things fall into place and things develop as they could, I think that they could be, um, you know, you, you go week one versus Notre Dame, it's going to be a tough game. You know, you pull that off, uh, I, I think it's a team that would shoot up quickly. But, you know, I, 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 let, let's all be realistic. Do they deserve to be ranked in the preseason? I, I don't think so. Yeah. And, um, you know, Force is now in that kind of, show me first uh, with, with with a lot of fans and I think with pollsters. So I do not think they'll be ranked in the preseason. Do you and think they'll be ranked by the end of season? And if I, do, so, I do. Where do you I, think Florida State falls? Nate, Nate's being bold I, here. I think they'll be a top top 20 team. Wow. I don't know exactly where, but I think they'll be – I think, you know, we saw a lot of, of improvement in the run game. I think that's going to be a lot better. I think, you know, with a better quarterback, I think that, you know, the passing game is going to be better. Um, the defense can't get much worse. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that while the schedule may be harder, it looks it looks hard right now. You just never really know how things are going to unfold with injuries and, you know, is COVID going to be an issue still in, in the fall? So, you know, I, I think that you know, this is a, you know, it's, Seven, eight win team, and that that gets you ranked at the end of the season if you're FSU. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. For those listeners who you want to have your questions answered by Nate, you can always hit me up on Twitter, Carlos underscore Williams. You can DM me, DM me your questions, and I will review them. I'll hit you back and let you know that your question will be viewed and will be live streamed on our Thursday recordings. Thank you, Nate, for answering my question. That was let me ask you a question. Uh, let, let me flip it back because I want to answer that question that we asked two weeks ago about okay. um, what player from the 2013 team would you add to this year's team? Yes. To me, this is easy. Mm. To me, it's Telvin. Let me, let me, what is Who? that again? Telvin. Telvin? J- just because of how bad linebackers have been since he left, you bring him in, you get a leader, you get someone that can set the tone. Every mm-hmm. single down can play every down. And I think he's the biggest upgrade from where the team's at now to you insert him in, and he makes that much of an immediate difference in that position group. Valid. Okay. Okay, okay. Telvin Smith, yeah. Leadership. What you got, Dustin? Um, I would I would honestly probably say Telvin as well. If if Lamarcus Joyner wasn't a true freshman on the twenty thirteen team, if he was like a a junior, you, I would I would argue for. Did you just Lamar. say Marcus Joyner? As a freshman, you mean Jalen as a freshman? Yeah, damn. <laughs> I'm mixed up. Yeah, you're right. Either Long anyway, week. if Jalen was a uh, like a junior at the time, I would argue for him for sure, just because of the same things, like the leadership abilities that he brought to the team, and just like the passion and physicality he played. He would be a good example for the guys on the roster now, because I mean. You know, we've talked about before, you see a lot of them, like they'll they'll get a tackle after like a 20-yard gain and be really hyped up about it or something like that. Give give up a – drop a pick and then celebrate. And, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey wouldn't stand for things like that. 
Who would you add, Los? Look at Carlos. Carlos is like, um, okay. And I always think about these. And the question was, who on that roster who would I add to my team to the to the roster now to the to, to the 2021 roster now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Lamarcus Jordan, and the reasons being because one, Lamarcus is a returner. He ha- the ball has to touch his hands at some point in the game, and that is a game changer. Telvin doesn't get kick returns. Telvin doesn't touch the ball on all, can't touch the ball on offense. Never has had an idea to ever touch the ball on offense. Lamarcus played offense in high school. It was prevalent. He played receiver, running back for St. Thomas Aquinas. And then he's also, I just I, I see a lot of Deion Buchanan. If you guys remember him, he played linebacker for the Cardinals for a long time. He was a real staple in changing that 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 Sam nickel position into that hybrid linebacker position where you see Mark Barron where you've seen guys come play inside the box. Malcolm Jenkins go from a safety to a real box-type linebacker. That's what, what he is. So having that multiple guy, like we're looking for Jamie Robinson to come in and be, I'm taking LaMarcus Jordan because you got to punt it to him. you got to kick off to him. I mean, he can play inside the box in the deep half in the third. He can go and play in the nickel if you need him to. Play outside if you need him because he played corner as well. He's so multiple and just he, he doesn't have to sit on just one side of the ball. And with that, he's vocal. Mm-hmm. He's going to make splash. He's going to make big hits. He's going to have interceptions. He's going to cause fumbles. And he's going to bring energy to every aspect of the game, whether it's offense, defense, and special teams. That's why I would pick him. I, I 2 million percent agree with Carlos. I would take LaMarcus Joyner for all, all the reasons he said. You know, his leadership, his ability to – play any role in the secondary his ability to get to the quarterback as a, as a pass rusher um, you know he's dynamite as a return man you hit that so you know you look, you look at a guy who's you know baseball talks about like five tool players you know the Marcus can do anything on the football field plus you know he 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 earned the respect of, of everyone on his team because of his work ethic. You know, he's it's, gonna bust his thighs. He's gonna his bust his tail, and, and you know, he he was he's just a football player. Um, that that's who I would take one hundred percent. Agree with Carlos. Mm-hmm. So all defensive. Feel like everything's fine on offense. I mean, it'll be hard to pick offense because okay, if you if okay, let's go okay, if we're gonna pick a. If we're going to have to pick an offensive guy from 2013 to put on this roster, Logan, who would you pick? Uh, that would be probably for me. It's in between a wide receiver or a tight end. Uh, I think there's enough talent at wide receivers uh, coming into this season, though. We just haven't seen it on the field, but there's a lot of um, a lot of good energy coming towards that position. I'm going tight end. I'd go Nick, Nick O'Leary. Okay. See, I, think if, I think if you're going He's offensive. practically another wide receiver. I think if you go offense, you got to go Rashad. Just having that mm-hmm. experience, just having that guy that knows the system, guy that just he does everything correctly. You need that in that receiver room. Or yeah, there's talent, but we haven't and seen him at Florida State. And he's yeah. a returner too. Yeah, another yeah. guy that's a returner. I, I think if you're going offense, you got to go Rashad. Uh, well, maybe guy, even offensive line with Cam Irving. Uh, yeah. One guy I would say on offensive line, Stork. That's who I was gonna say. I was going to be like, if you're talking about experience at receiver, Rashad, you got to take it to the offensive line with Stork. I mean, you get a guy at center who is extremely talented, and not only that, he was a he was a redshirt senior at the time, so he knew just about 
you know, every call on the line to make, how to read the defense, things like that. And I mean, that's huge. And especially you got to think he'd be under Alex Atkins now, who is a really good up and coming coach on, on the offensive line, who did some good things last year with not many pieces in place. So think about what he could do if he had a guy in the caliber of Brian Stork. With the mm-hmm. mental that Brian came with the game, the respect he had for the game, and the way he approached it, this is my job. This is a real nine to five. So I'm going to go in here and work my butt off, and so I get the results I want. And that's the way he approached the game. So honestly, I was hoping it would have been out of Stork and O'Leary. I mean, we haven't seen great tight end play in how long? I mean, the biggest play of the season from a tight end came from uh, the walk-on for what, from Memphis. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, Preston Daniel. Yeah, we. I mean, O'Leary was one of the best tight ends we had since uh, Blitnikoff, uh, I do believe, since, I mean. Good with he's blocking the best and catching. He's, a, he's yeah, the best I mean, tight end. He's the best tight end to play the game. I mean, you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, you guys hit it on the head. I mean, I would I agree with those two choices. I, you have to pick O'Leary. He's a tight end. He can block on the edge. He, he's one of the greatest pass catchers in college football history for a tight end. And you got to go with Brian Stork, who's the anchor of offensive line. And it was pivotal for us to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. How come no one? How come no one came as? I, mean, I, I, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people just we got Milton. Have high hopes. Yeah, yeah people have high hopes with Milton. I love Jameis, yeah. but he also mm. had he also had some insane talent around him. Mm. I'm not discrediting Jameis at all. No, I think there's a lot like, of characteristics. No, no. Be honest with you, but, nobody slides on their back and throws the touchdown to KD yeah. in the back. No, come on now. Nobody there's knows. just some other positions that could use help more. Yeah, there, there's there's bigger upgrades to be had on the roster. Yeah, nobody avoids a sack and throws on the Kenny Shot. Nobody does that. I mean, only it's it's the Jameis Winston effect. Mm-hmm. Only by the he's not going to change. Now he's not going to change Milton, everything. We're hoping Milton brings another aspect of the game to the, the to Florida State, and that's that's why we pick different positions. But Jameis is Jameis. You can't can't repeat that. Yeah. Hey, you're special, dude. So, yeah, man, he, mm-hmm. he, he was special. Uh, recruiting real quick before we get into a little bit of NFL and basketball talk. The last two 2021 scholarship spots, this has been a big discussion in the last week and a half or so on who's going to fulfill these two spots. And, you know, one is, you know, a lot of people feel is locked up. I know Nate has a few takes on that situation, but who's going to fulfill it? What position does it need to be? Which two positions does it need to be? And, you know, what might be the latest for you, Nate? I, I think one is already spoken for in Destin Hill, you know, the receiver from from Louisiana. Um, you know, it's kind of been in the works for a while now. Um, you know, I, I just think that that's locked in. You know, who I would take, I, I think they need to take a a, a portal tackle, and, and that will be done. That that's if if it's up to me. I don't think they're going to get Taiwan Malone. You know, he's starting to get Ole Miss smoke now. So I would, I would look at, I think you need to shore up that, that, that tackle spot moving in next year. So So, we need to go check out the McDonald's that are uh, in Oxford, Mississippi now. (laughs) Getting all these players going on up there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Ole Miss been recruiting like dirty. Like the year they got Robert Kendichi. There's no way he yeah. should go over. Ain't no way he should go over. You're lagging a little bit, Carlos. Going on a dial up. Why dial up? 
I'm trying to be. A, I'm gonna try to be a better Christian. Hey, I'm not. I'm not with y'all. You mute. You mute yourself, and then you cuss. <laughs> well, we're all trying to be better. You know, it's just a 2021 New Year's resolution. We're just trying to be better. You know. Uh, how about these 2022 quarterbacks? Two of them already visited. One of them visited. Another one plans and intends to. Nico. Martial. Marishal, okay. Out of Arizona's uh, visiting, actually visited unofficially today. And then 2022 four-star quarterback MJ Morris out of Georgia is planning to visit Florida State soon. Dustin, you kind of have a latest on that. Yeah, I traded a couple uh, messages with MJ yesterday. And like you said, he's trying to get to FSU as soon as he can. He said to me, um, my parents are trying to get me there as soon as possible. Just trying to see when I have an open weekend in baseball season. So um, I'm hoping to do an interview with MJ actually tomorrow. So people in the Discord be looking for some quotes on that front. Mm-hmm. Which one would yeah, you uh, take uh, over to both them? That board is is really developed. If you look at what, what they've offered and, and what they're looking for, you know, it kind of looked like that Marichal was going to be the guy. Um, and th- don't know yet if that's the case anymore, you know, Sam Horn, you know, Hunter's teammate. I think that he's an option, but, you know, he seems like he's leaning towards Major League Baseball. That's that's the word with him. I think A.J. Duffy is right towards the top of their their list. You know, the kid that came from Arizona just for the IMG. Um, you know, for, for me, that's my number one quarterback right now on the board, my personal top quarterback for 2022. You have Kate Klubnik, Klubnik, who just won state title in Texas. Um, You know, he's an up-and-comer. You have Taven Jackson, who they just offered. He's a 6'5", 180-pound, you know, growing into his body. But he he can sling the football. And you got MJ Morris, who's considered probably the top guy on the board for Florida State right now. Um, You know, they have a a good relationship with him and they, they've really been busting their tail um, to recruit this kid. Um, and, and he wants to stay close to home. You know, F- Florida State's not too far from Athens. We'll see how that, how that uh, unfolds. Getting him on campus will be huge, even though he can't really you know, visit with staff and do all the, all the stuff that you want to do in a visit. I think getting him in town is, is big. I think you got, I think uh, someone that I'm watching is Braden Davis, who, who mm-hmm. came from, you know, I think Rhode Island. I think he came yeah. from Rhode Island and it transferred down. And uh, he's a big body kid who can throw the ball. And then you have a Davin Widener who they haven't offered yet, but who had a really, really good junior year. So um, that, that board is developing. And in my opinion, it looks like they're going to take two kids. I think. You know, with the offers that are going out, I think that, you know, the, we'll see how it unfolds. So, yeah. And I mean, right, right there, you just mentioned eight or eight or nine different prospects that mm-hmm. Florida State has already offered or is going to offer soon in that 2022 class. So you mm-hmm. can tell they've already done a lot of homework at this position. And like, like with how many guys that they're scouting and offering and things like that, it, it does look like they're, potentially going to go after two quarterbacks and mm-hmm. um, 
And yeah, I agree. I agree with what you said that MJ Morris is probably the the number one quarterback right now on FSU's board. And it really seems like they're recruiting him extremely hard. I mean, we've, we've seen like the post on Twitter with him and Kenny Dillingham playing Madden. He's posted some FSU graphics on social media every now and then. So I'm excited to talk with him in a couple, in a couple days and um, get his take on Florida state. Uh, last bullet point here for regarding recruiting. Uh, Florida State has actually reached out to multiple transfer uh, Tennessee transfers. Obviously, the whole Pruitt firing has got a whole, a whole explosion with guys entering the transfer portal up there. But offensive tackle uh, Jameer Johnson has entered it. Uh, that Florida State's uh, in contact with also linebacker Henry Tutu. Uh, I mean, I mean, can you make it any more to, harder for me? I don't me? know how to say it. I mean, toe, I would say toe toe, but I would say toe toe. Yeah, it's got like it's like for people listening, it's a T O and then a posture, then another O. So like wait, toa toa, like what is it, Hawaiian or? Yeah, I yes, think, I think so. Yes, you think yes. so. Okay, Polynesian maybe. Polynesian Polynesian sauce, the best sauce at Chick Fil A, um, and then what? running back. What you tried to you tried to slide that in there like they gonna let that slide. That's the best. That's the that's the best sauce. It's the best sauce. Wow. It's also the best chicken in town. I mean, Chick Fil A is solid, man. It is. It ain't too bad. It ain't too bad. And then uh, running avocado ranch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is bad. Hey, put that on a salad. Mm. Ooh, you in there, baby? <laughs> and then running back Eric Gray. So Florida State's reached out to these guys. Uh, practically, I'm over here shooting for uh, Toa Toa to get to Tallahassee because that's incredible. I need him to land in Tallahassee just because the name alone. I hope that comes as well. I don't care. Who? I mean, I, I, I hope the running back comes too. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't fill the room. I want, I want to stock, stock them, stockpile them. I don't care. Just like, you know, there's a pitch Alabama when there's like Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and like, you know, uh, a bunch of backs is in the NFL. Mark Ingram. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I want all those. I want to give me, give me all of them. Give me uh, <laughs> all of them. Stockpile them. And year after year, we release one dragon at a time. Bam. I, I, Bam. I, I, I want the running back and I want, I want um the tackle. Yeah. I wish we had more spots, man. Give me the tackle. He look that kid looks like a linebacker almost. Yeah, it's got it's got to be the tackle. Seven seventeen career starts and and twenty four appearances in in the SEC at Tennessee. And, that, and, that'd be a good take for Florida State. You know, Eric Gray is a good running back. If FSU could land him, woo. I mean, and there's definitely not enough carries to go around. Yeah, I still know that you need him. I think if you didn't if you didn't already get DJ Williams, I think oh, for, for sure. sure you're going but, after Eric Gray. But I know I I think you need five five running backs. In college, saying, like if you if you have more slots, absolutely you take a guy as talented as Eric Gray. But when you only have two more slots, and you think one of them's going to Dustin Hill, I think one of them's got to be offensive line. Well, I, I mean, I think you take him and you figure it out because there's going to be more attrition. There's going to be more tackle. Give me Dustin gonna, Hill. You know, there's going to be a, a Chaz Neal or a, a Gross, you know, whatever, Goss, whatever the kid's name is. I kind of – Jalen Goss. You know, there's going to be more attrition. I completely forgot. I meant to mention I had um, Toby Gross on our uh, IG Live the other night or yesterday. 
and he was telling us about workouts and everything. You know, he's, he got in contact with Mackenzie Milton right away. Um, he said guys that are working out now that he's talking to, he says he's really close with Cameron McDonald, Cameron McDonald being one of the biggest leaders right now um, on the team. Uh, he, Kobe also told me that he intends on uh, getting to, I believe, two. Uh, he's at 238 right now. He wants to get to 245. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what uh, Coach Storms told him he'd like to be at before the season starts. So 245, but he still wants to keep his speed. Um, talking about tight end Kobe Gross over here. And um, trying to think what else he mentioned on our IG Live. He did say that there is a, another guy that uh, is in the positive direction for Florida State to land. He wasn't going to name him, of course, but uh, mm-hmm. kind of was smiling about it. And obviously some good news should be heading for Florida State's way on national signing day. So, you know, that's probably, that might, that might be your guy there. Nate Destin Hill might be, just might be. I feel good. <laughs> but I, I, I got to jump off here, guys. Yeah. If Nate's leaving us, he's cheating on us now. I'm just kidding. He's yeah. I was trying to get here. through the recruiting section for you. We had to the head recruiting out. just in time. Hey, Los. Yes. See you, see you man. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Nate. No, tell us your uh, AFC NFC prediction real quick. Predictions. Um, I, 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 I don't know, man. I think Tampa Bay better not win. I can't, I can't stand Tom Brady. I mean, I, I think Green Bay is going to win a, a close game, and right now it, it's a coin toss for me between Buffalo and Kansas City, all due to Mahomes' health. I, I think Buffalo is a good team. If Mahomes doesn't play, I think Buffalo smokes them. But, I mean, at this age, you got to go with quarterbacks. I, I'm going to go with, with Packers and Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know this, is not, I know. this is not Super Bowl one, man. This is not Super Bowl one. This is not this is not this is not the uh, ice ice bowl. I, 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 I think that you I'm can, telling you, Buffalo's I, coming to town, baby. I think that Josh Allen's coming to town. This is Josh Allen town. This, this is, is Josh Allen town. This is Mahomes this is, yeah. NFL. Until no, he's, no, it's not. No, not. no, it's not. The kid's trying to invest in baseball. He got a concussion. He's doing uh, Goldilocks commercials. Uh, he, he, he's, uh, just gonna, he's gonna stop and just go play baseball. No, he should No, where, where's State Farm at? Where's the protection at? Huh? It don't matter. Where, where, where's the protection at? Where's State Farm? They should have protected his butt when he was getting his head jammed into the dirt. Fifteen yeah. and one. Fifteen no and one. No neighbors. Year. He has zero good neighbors on that play. Like a good neighbor, State Farm was not there for him. Okay. I'm going some sort of okay. wagons, baby. All right, now, so just because Carlos went Buffalo to win, I got Kansas City, forty to ten. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to bet on that one, buddy? Come on now. No, you because don't, I, you don't. You don't uh, even believe they're going to score that many points. I, I, I don't know how happy Mahomes is. I think both games are going to be really good. You know, I would I like to I, see. I, I like to see um, Tampa Bay get hammered. I, I think that Kansas City Buffalo is going to be a really good game. I, I don't know who to pick yet, to be honest. With I you. agree. I totally agree with, with Buffalo and Kansas City being a good game. I want Buffalo to come out on top. I think Buffalo that city deserves the Super Bowl. I think yeah. they put in the work that 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 coaching staff, that organization from top to bottom has put in the work to 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 rebrand their city, their organization, and they deserve a Super Bowl. That kid is talented. He's being a yep. great leader. He got weapons around him. They're a blue collar team. We're blue collar guys, and they they deserve a Super Bowl. They're gonna go uh, out there and compete to go win one. And uh, Tampa Bay, you can't stop Brady right now. Brady, once Brady gets on a hot train, and he got guys Aaron that, right that's now. excited. Spare me. I don't. I, mean, he, I don't know. 
No, no, he Adams is who you can't stop right now. Not Rogers, who you can Adams, Who's because the they, their run game does not exist. If you shut down Adams, you shut Jones down. Jones had their 150 yards last week. Who? Who? Aaron Jones. That that's because of Adams. If you shut down Adams, <laughs> if you shut down he Adams, had 150 yards. No, if you shut down Adams, but he had 150 you, yards out. Hey Nate, if you kill the head, the body will die. If you kill the head, the body will die. Nate, if you kill the head, the body will die. If you stop, if you stop the Rams tried and they lost. If you stop Adams from touching the football, that kid never rushes for 150. It's it's a great theory that the Rams tried and they lost. It's it's not it's not a theory. It is a theory. What covers they ran on? Now we're arguing about theories. What cover? What covers were they in, Nate? To play zone all night. So how is that stopping him? How is they that stopping him? They couldn't contain how is that him. Stopping him. How is that stopping him? Listen, I hate all four teams. I want an auto lose. No, we call it. We call that dot mob. No, I hate dot mob. We call it. I hate all four teams. Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. You know what? What what they call Packers cheese heads? I I got Kansas City seventy, Buffalo zero. Wow, man. (laughs) He's gonna be choking on them words. Nah, I'm I'm really, I'm really close to taking Buffalo, like thirty-eight to thirty-five. But Buffalo's gonna beat Kansas City. You know, I usually want to rub my feathers. You know, Buffalo's Super Bowl window is open now. I think they're gonna win one within the next three years. They're gonna win one this year. Hey, they, might. We'll let it, they can have it. They're going to. They might. They can have, let them have it. Yeah, of course you will, because Pittsburgh's never going to win it. As long as Ben stays there. Can you stop? Win. Your brother is on that team. Can you stop? As long as <laughs> no <wonder laughs> Ben isn't on the bro, show. I'm, no I'm, wonder right, Ben. Hey, I, I got to go, guys. I'm going to see you, baby. All right, man. Give him a wave, Nate. Give, or give him a wave, Colas. Say bye. He's a kid. Just wave at him. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we can't have Vince on the damn show. Carlos is telling that they can't have him on the show if you know the Listen, Steelers aren't going go to go to the I'm, Super Bowl. All I'm, say, all I'm saying is this though: it comes a point in time, and I think Philip Rivers is 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 a prime example. I think he 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 he's played a career where he's going to be respected when he leaves in in the city, both in Indianapolis for going back to the playoffs, and also in San Diego where he played every year but one of his career. I think Ben's going to go out as one as a Hall of Fame quarterback, as one of the best to ever play in Pittsburgh, if not the best, beside Terry Bradshaw. He's going to be well-respected in that city. He's not going to have to worry about doing anything for himself ever again. But to consider to keep holding on, I think you start to drag down the organization. I don't think it's purposefully. I think it's because he has a drive. He wants to win another one. He has a taste for it. It's the competitive drive in him. He doesn't want to let it go. But ultimately, it drags down your organization. It becomes a cancer to a team. And I'm not saying it's a bad cancer, but it, 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 it turns sour faces. People don't want to come play there. They don't have to have a chance to compete and outbeat him, him become a veteran backup. Ben's not going to be a veteran backup. I think we all know that. So well, it's, we know it's, it's who the future there. is going to be. It's going to be Jameis Winston. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. I'm not even entertaining y'all even saying that. Uh, Jameis Winston. Bomb touchdown on uh, what was that Saturday hey, or Sunday? J Boo, J Boo with the bomb against his former team, the Bucks. Beautiful pass. I was happy to see him all excited on the sideline, and Drew Brees dap him up, and J Boo. The then they choked the lead away. Him. It was great. Well, that's the same. They would have had a chance if they played him. Yeah, no. If they if they had Jameis out there, they would have won the game. I mean, I don't really. There's not really an argument to talk Breeze, about here. 
like when Bree's wife came out and listed all the injuries he had, like everyone was, everyone was like, if he had that many injuries, he should not have been playing. He cost his team a playoff win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I hate it. Not, they weren't gonna win. bench Drew. Yeah, yeah, they weren't gonna. Bench I'm gonna keep it a buck though. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't care about none of that last year playing, dog. I'm trying to, hey, hey, you play like trash the first three quarters. Yeah, exactly. Get out of the game, homie. I'm trying to win. Like, at least, I, if I, I'm listen, doing, they listen, do that to themselves. Listen, honestly, you, at least James, get, I get next week. We can at try least James can throw week. 10 yards downfield. Brees can even do that. I agree with you. Like, you know what, buddy? Let James come in and save the day. We'll pat on the back. You had a little couple sore injuries. You can try again next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I'd rather them screw Jameis that way other than putting him in the game, let him throw a deep bomb, and then putting Drew in to have them another turnover again. That's a slap in the face. Like, it's really disrespectful to do that. Yeah, you're going to use me as Taysom Hill, but then not let me get more snaps than just that one. I think mm-hmm. that's a real slap in the face of disrespectful as professional to me. That's just to me. That's, that's where that, I stand on it. And that I'd wouldn't... be pissed if you did that to me. Yeah. I'd be hot soup. You need me to put points on the board, but I'm not going to get another snap for the night. Yeah, I'd be really hot about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but nah. I mean, nah, and that hey, doesn't happen in Pittsburgh, so that's why he'll be there for a few Yeah, they got Dwayne Haskins, man. So, of course, man, he's a he's there baby. for you, you therapy. See he's there for a Twitter. therapy session. Man, Mason Rudolph guidance. said that that was Josh Dobbs' backup, not his. He is back. <laughs> you seen that? He said he is back, baby. Oh, yeah, Mason Rudolph. I'm fine with him being my number two. Big Ben is going to go one more year, and then I mean, we'll get James. But I do think, where's, where's Jameis going to go? Where's Jameis going to go? Is he stay with the Saints? I mean, of his three options that we that we broke in the Discord, I, I'd hate all of them. What's Just, his option? I didn't get to see it. New Saints. Orleans, Pittsburgh, and New England. Just none of the three. Honestly, I, honestly, honestly, it's one place I would like to. It's two. I would like to see him go either to Pittsburgh. I would like to see him go to Pittsburgh. I would like him up there. I think that's an organization that that is, is it's a lot like the Saints. A lot about business. I mean, they have a good time. They have a great nucleus of guys, as you can see. I mean, they compete for playoffs, every, if not every year. They're competing for a divisional championship. Um, so, I mean, that would be one place. They're, it's about business, and I think being around that nucleus uh, of guys, it'll, 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 be, it'll be good for them. And then going to Belichick, I mean, it's something – and James is still young. He can still be molded. He can still change his game. He can still elevate his game. He just needs to be around – uh, um, a great coaching staff is going to take the time to invest in him like he's going to invest in them. So, I mean, I'm, Pittsburgh and Patriots aren't two bad places I, w- I would like to see him play. Mm-hmm. I'd, love, I'd love to see him in Indy. You know, yeah, what, with what they did with Phillip Rivers this year, you got a True. guy with Jameis who has a better arm at this point in their careers. Rivers, Rivers was yeah. the same way as Breeze. He couldn't throw 30 yards downfield. Oh. And, and <laughs> Indy's got a great offensive line, great running back core. They need probably another receiver, you know, T.Y. Hilton's solid, but they probably need another guy there. But they, they got a good team that's built to win right now. I'd love to see him in Indy. Dang it. Yeah. I got to ask a question. I do have a question that's floating up in the air. Guys, just it made me think about it. <laughs> and what, 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 with quarterbacks now, how, how old was um, Breeze? Breeze is what, 42? Right how old was Rivers? 39, I think. Okay. Something like that. Being, being between 39 and 41. Do you are 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 we going to see more quarterbacks retiring before this time now? Seeing, but based on performance, how you seen Rivers try to throw a hail mary, he didn't make it to the end zone. You seen <laughs> the arm strength coming from Breeze in the past weekend. He couldn't get the ball across the middle to save his life. It had no 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 zoom on it, no power, no nothing. I mean, but you're throwing dig routes across the middle, drag routes, and they're getting intercepted. So what I'm saying is, do you, do you think we're going to see a trend of quarterbacks getting in 
and getting out before their arm goes away and they can't get bigger contracts later on in their careers? Do you think we'll see a change in that? I mean, it's tough because, like, these guys that we're talking about now, they're such legends in the NFL. And, and, and not just in the NFL, but for their respective cities. Rivers was different, but because he was in San Diego so long, he had earned the benefit of the doubt to get that okay. one last season. And then with Breeze, he's meant so much to New Orleans, dealing with what they did with going through Hurricane Katrina, getting that Super Bowl, and just what he's meant to that whole city. You know, he deserves the benefit, benefit of that as well. Same thing with Brady. He has how many Super Bowl rings and how many AFC Championship games. Again, these are guys that have earned the benefit of the doubt. These guys that are now in their mid-30s, I, they haven't had the same careers. True. There hasn't been that stable of guys that have just been the leader of their teams for so, so long. And nowadays, kind of like what we're seeing with the NBA, guys are bouncing around so much that you're not going to see the same, oh, they mean so much to this one city. Yeah, you're very true, though. You I will don't say. see guys with longevity in their city as a quarterback anymore. But on the oh. other side, training and medical stuff is so much better than it was 15, 20 years ago. True. I will yeah. say if – yeah, no, I was about to say, I think a lot of the – a lot of these guys, their quarterbacks are going to last a lot longer. Just things are being enhanced with their bodies and everything. Um, with innovation, innovation. And also, I do want to say, Sean Payton, if Jameis does start for New Orleans next season, um, you need to unblock me. <laughs> Message to Sean if you're listening to this podcast. I mean, you have nothing else to do. You're not in the playoffs anymore because you didn't play Jameis in the game anymore. So, uh, quick, quick predictions. But uh, Bucks versus Packers. I'm going uh, Packers by 62. There's there's only one team that has beaten Green Bay and Lambeau this season. And that was the Minnesota Vikings. I got to brag Not going to happen bit. twice. <laughs> Not going to happen but twice. It was because they had a great running game with Dalvin Cook. And I just don't think Tampa has that with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones right now. So, unfortunately, it hurts my soul I'm taking Green Bay. I got Green Bay. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. I'm going with Tampa. I wanted to. I really wanted to. If they do, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going with Tampa by 10. All right. Tampa by 10 for Lowe's. I'm going with Tampa by 10 for reasons being uh, they keep talking about the snow being effect. Brady's been waiting to play in his in his comfort zone. And I think, honestly, him going back up north and playing in that, it's going to feel like playing in his own backyard again. And I think, gonna, I think he's going to want to bring that same energy to the group of guys he's going to play with. A.B.'s used to playing in Pittsburgh. I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, you, Gronk used to playing up north. Let's be honest. You have a lot of guys on that roster that's used to playing up north in the cold that just happened to come down to play in Tampa Bay this past season. So I'm looking forward to him going up to Green Bay and putting on the show, having some fun, playing in the snow, and throwing that ball around like he's been doing late in the season, taking some shots. And, and I, think, I think they come out on top by 10. I hope so. I just they, they gotta have a running game. They have to. I, I think so. I think they do though. I think I think I think because of his energy he's gonna bring uh, because of the I really talk they talk about a lot about how he feels about playing in Florida, the weather he's played with all season. I think he really wants to go play in the cold. He's excited about getting back into his comfort zone. That 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 does a lot for a player, in my opinion. When I played against Miami down in Miami, the third game of the season in my rookie year. I had a great game because I love playing in the heat. It felt different. I mean, it was a different type of um, warmth down here in Florida. It was beautiful. It's different than being in Buffalo. I had a hell, uh, had a great game. So I mean, it's just it's different. I think he's gonna bring a different energy to uh, to to the locker room, and they're gonna they're gonna put on the show. 
Up by 10. Uh, next game, Chiefs versus Bills. Who we Lowe's got? Let's just, just get out of the way now. Just go ahead and say it. I got, I got, I got Bills. I got Bills by 10. Bills Shout by out 10. to Bills Mafia. Shout out to Bills Mafia. Hey, Bill, Bills, Bills Mafia, Mafia baby. Circle the wagons, baby. Yeah, I'm on the Bills Mafia this weekend. I'm, I'm tired of I, – I just honestly don't like the way that uh, Patrick Mahomes, like, waddles onto the field and <laughs> off of the field. I, I don't like the way he does that, and I can't stand his brother. I'm annoyed with living, <laughs> the living it, stuff out of me. But uh, I just what? don't like the way he his waddles brother. and stuff. You ever seen his brother on TikTok? No. It's bad, man. Don't it's, look it up. Very, 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 very bad. Right. It's nothing You're against right. maybe what his – um, I'm not even gonna comment on that. I'll head into a whole different direction. <laughs> Rabbit hole. We don't. We don't want to go there. So we're all going bills here. We're all, we're uh, all behind I, the bills. I, I won't say all. Oh, Austin, don't well, do this, bro. You're gonna hate me for this. Why? <laughs> the Why? bill. The Bills are the Utah Jazz of the NFL. Oh, here you go. Had a great stretch in the '90s, but couldn't get all the way there. Multiple title appearances, but no wins. No Had some good seasons in the 2000s. And now in the 2020, they got a young face with the Jazz. It's Donovan Mitchell. The Bills, it's Josh Allen. They're one of those good, not great franchises. Wow. You're and disrespectful. I'm, I'm sorry. Bro, you, didn't Kansas City. you didn't, you didn't like, have to put like, that much thought like, into like, it. I want like, to. Like, like, I want like, them like, to win. Like, like, like you really compared Utah Jazz <laughs> Tell Dude. me I'm wrong. Tell me so, I'm wrong. So, so Austin, who's the Bulls against this? This the uh, who? Who's the Bulls against? Oh, that must be every competitor that 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 those stretch of AFC championships and Super Bowls I'm, that they didn't win. I'm just comparing franchise okay. to franchise. I'm not comparing okay. scenario to scenario. I'm just comparing so franchise I'm just, to franchise. I'm just saying, like, but you you trying the mafia. I don't even know what to say, dog. Like they go, they come if they gonna come for I you. I want they, them they, to win. Gonna, they're gonna I do come want for them you. to win. I just they're don't gonna think it's come gonna for you when they. I, <laughs> hey, mafia, y'all take it easy on my boy. When you hear this cast, they're going to come for you for saying that. But in my opinion, I mean, I think they're up by 10. I, like I said before, I think I like the organization turnaround, like where they're playing football. You have the best the, be, the best receiver in the NFL this season. And for coming seasons, in my opinion, Stefan Diggs, the way he keeps working, um, he's going to keep perfecting his craft and keep being dominant. Um, they got two young backs. I mean, they well, he's one's out for us to play off, but they're going to come back next season and continue to grow, and, and their game's going to grow. Um, you got a veteran at running back in Devontae Freeman, who's a fellow Seminole, so get to watch him play this weekend. But their defense is great. They're playing like, as, 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 a nu- as a great nucleus in a one unit, and, I mean, that's what it takes to win in the playoffs. Like, that's why I say they have a great chance of winning. I mean, with Mahomes or without Mahomes, I still had them by 10. Well, we shall see. I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be the best game – uh, well, it is going to be the best game of the weekend because the Packers are going to lay it down on the Tampa Bay Bucks. I, I love it. I, I'm so so excited to see Bucks fans get so happy, like, oh, we're so close to getting a Super Bowl, and it be the last game before they reach out. It just it's going to be a beautiful uh, weekend for me, and I'm really looking forward to Sunday. Um, and you know, there's a lot of Bucks fans. I think they really unfollowed me on Twitter, but. Um, I'm sorry, Bucks fans. My dad is also a Bucks fan, but I just can't stand Brady. I just can't stand him. Um, this is what it is. Basketball to end off the podcast, the last segment of the night. Florida State basketball is hot right now. It's starting to hit a little different direction. That wasn't the case in the first half of this or first little bit of the season, but we're starting to get some kind of taste of something that we had last year. Florida State goes to Louisville and takes them down 78 to 65. Raquan Gray is on a hot streak right now. 
Austin talked about this, I believe, in your uh, – you tweeted it, but also in your preview that Wyatt Wilkes was destined for – to have a big game. He does so for himself, and MJ Walker has 10 assists. Not a huge night from him points-wise, but assist-wise, yeah. But is Florida State right now the hottest team in the ACC? I mean, it's between them and Virginia. It's very clear Florida State and Virginia are by far the two best teams in the conference. Virginia Tech just <laughs> doesn't pass the eye test to me. And Clemson's now lost two straight against Virginia and Georgia Tech. I think Georgia Tech's fine, but they're not world beaters. And then outside of that, you got Louisville, who just got smoked by us. And it's 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 a two-man race. It's Virginia and Florida State. Florida State's got better competition so far. Virginia's got, you know, their system that they've run forever. That game was, that was a pretty impressive game. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. You know, in ESPN's first big Monday of the season, you know, Florida State's got that primetime slot. Monday at 7 p.m., that's one of the best time slots you can have all week in college basketball. And they come out first half, and they're up 40 to 16 in the first 12 minutes. Yeah, that was impressive. on them. (laughs) And just just right there, it felt over. When you've got Scotty Barnes hitting transition threes, just start the bus. Just get out of there. (laughs) It was funny. It was nice seeing him come in and be like, oh, right in your face. Yeah, because we weren't expect a lot of people weren't expecting Barnes to play. I was of the opinion he was probably going to give it a go, but if he doesn't play, he doesn't play. He played 22 minutes and he played really well in those 22 minutes. I mean, and the fact that he had 10 points and was your fifth leading scorer on the night that tells you a lot about this Florida State team and what they're going to be going forward. Mm-hmm. What Florida State's looked like since they came back from the COVID pause is an entirely different team. Do that. We do that before March Madness. Yeah, seriously. Just take the ACC tournament off. Yeah, take that off and just give Florida State. Florida State should opt out of the ACC tourney and just take two <laughs> weeks of prep for the March Madness. I mean, it's worked magical wonders right now. And apparently, like, the positive test they had was, according to MJ Walker, was a false positive in his interview after the Louisville game. So they're mad that they didn't get those three games against Duke, Syracuse, and Pitt. Damn. Probably would have been three wins. Pitt's tough right now. I wouldn't say three wins. Pitt's four and one in conference right now, and they just beat Duke. Justin Champagne is a real dude at Pitt, but Syracuse probably was a win, and Duke we were going to wipe the floor with them. Well, I'm go to my grave on that one. You know, I'm I'm you know I'm sure definitely MJ wants to play, but I feel like this has been kind of a reset the shockers kind of situation for this team because you know they put out a video today highlighting that they haven't been ranked. They feel pretty disrespected, and you know what? Add that to the, what the talent they have now. It seems like they're being able to figure out the right schemes. And a hungry chip on the shoulder, kind of Leonard Hamilton team that we already know has the experience like they did last year. But you also have Scotty Barnes, new guy. You got Raekwon Evans heating up. You've already got MJ Walker, who's had a, had a fantastic start to the season. And you've got guys all around him. Balsa's doing his thing too. And they're pissed off. We haven't really had a pissed off FSU basketball team the last – three years in my opinion i mean this it could get scary i'm, I'm all about it sign me up the the but, last time we really had it was the 2018 tournament when they saw they were playing xavier again and you um, saw how well those four games went yeah they yeah. lost in the lead eight by four points but they had every reason to win that game mm-hmm. as a nine seed yeah and like you said you, you've got all these guys that are just playing so much better and it's it's a credit to the offense because the offense looks as free-flowing and as smooth as it ever has under leonard hamilton of florida state the spacing's better. They're taking smarter shots. They're getting to the basket at will, especially against these teams like Louisville, 
and NC State that just don't have true shot blockers. They're just getting inside whenever they want, and it opens up the rest of the offense for whatever they want to do. You know, they're shooting above 50% from three these last, last three games combined. The free throw shooting has been impeccable. Yeah, Florida State was 70% last game, but that's because Quincy Ballard came in and bricked two free throws with 30 <laughs> seconds left. And then, yeah, I mean, and then from the floor, you're at 55, 60% as well. It's It's been yeah. unbelievable offensive efficiency these last three games. And the I think I, t- I said it last podcast or maybe on Saturday when me and you were on Austin, but, I mean, the bigs have just been tremendous. And, I mean, we can talk about Raekwon Gray all day, but also there was also Coper Vika who got that steal, then took it in transition, missed his first shot, then slammed it back home with, while, like, Throwing out a, a roar. You had Malik Osborne going up, posterizing a guy, doing some work inside, playing good defense for the most part. And also Boss's work um, defensively on the perimeter on Monday night was pretty good as well. So, I mean, man, these guys have – it feels like they've come a long way since the beginning of the season. And, you know, credit to their work and also Stan Jones. Yeah, Do you think – I had a question for you guys. Like, we're watching these guys play – and with their upcoming opponents, do you think this team is built for 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 an ACC championship? For sure, especially are these, are, with these tournament kind of styles, especially the ACC tournament where it's back to back days, mm-hmm. that favors teams with a lot of depth. And because the depth being so tested because of COVID, like we had Anthony, we didn't even have Anthony Polite Monday night against yeah. Louisville, and that's that's one of your five best guys. You get to test these depth with White Wilkes coming and scoring thirteen points off the bench. By March, you guys, you got all these guys with momentum; they have confidence. That really plays to a Florida State-style team, and we saw that two years ago when they went into the ACC tournament and made it to the ACC championship game. Okay. Do you think, do you think they continue to keep um, Scotty Barnes on the bench and bring him out like they did with Pete, uh, Patrick Williams I last doubt year? It. I, I really doubt it. Just because the ceiling with Scotty as your point guard is so much higher. Like with Evans, you know what you're getting, and that's perfectly fine. But I think you're going to – because of this and what Evans has done these last three games, I think you're just going to see more lines with both Evans and Barnes on the floor – and we saw it against Louisville the other night. It worked really well. You give Barnes a chance to just – he gets a bang down low against these smaller guards, and he just dominates. Mm-hmm. I, I think you see a lot more of that where, he, where the ball's out of his hands a little bit and he can focus on other things and not trying to do everything at once. I think that was getting in his head a little bit these first few games where he's you know, trying to learn a new position and he's trying to be too quick on his feet. You get Evans come in, who's been a really steady hand these last few games, and, and really saw, it really calms the offense down a little bit. And honestly, I I wouldn't be opposed to keeping Raekwon Evans as the starting point guard and then having Scotty come in off the bench because, I mean, Leonard Hamilton makes those subs before the first four-minute timeout yeah. and then bring that energy right off the bench because it, it's felt like the last couple of games, or at least on Monday night and then um, the North Carolina State game, whenever he came off the bench, once he did, like Florida State just hit an instant rhythm. So I, don't, I wonder if it's better – having him come off the bench and then the energy just popping up as soon as he does come in. And it's like we talked about when Patrick got drafted fourth overall, it's not about who starts for Leonard Hamilton team. It's about who finishes for Leonard Hamilton team. And Scott is going to be one of those five guys that finishes out of game. There's no question. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Thank you guys. I'll be at the uh, Florida State versus Clemson game this Saturday. And I'm really excited about it. Dustin's hooking it up. We have a raffle to give off. We have a few names that we need to give off here soon at the end of the podcast, but I'll be there Saturday at 3 p.m. This is prime time. I think Aria Masudi, one of our friends, told us that this is going to be one of the first times Florida State's basketball has been on ABC prime time. Yep. 3 p.m. 
Yeah, 3 yeah. p.m. prime slot. Everyone's going to be watching. Yeah, should be you know, loud. Florida State. If only if this was a full crowd, it'd be so much fun. Yeah. Seeing the Tucker on ABC. Saturday. What day? This Saturday. Saturday. Saturday at 3. Saturday yeah. at 3, ABC. You know what? I'm tuning in. You ought to. You ought to. And I, I know I want to go back to the Balsha Kovacic's steel coast to coast Eurostep mislay a putback dunk. <laughs> one yes. of the three most impressive plays I've ever seen. The seven Damn. foot one centers are not supposed to be doing that. That's effort. Just, yeah, just that's pure skill. One yeah, there's effort and skill. And that's, we, that's the skill could, to be able to do it. But then, like, once you miss the shot, it's like, no, nah, I don't want nobody else getting the bucket. I need, I want the bucket to go get the rebound and to score. And we've talked about, you know, in, you know, in articles and in podcasts that this is the most offensively gifted center Hamilton's ever had. And we're, we, we saw it all there in six seconds. <laughs> just how great he can be. And the, the play before that, he had that really nice post hook where he sealed the guy off, got the position, and got the easy easy bucket. Mm-hmm. And he's got all the skills in the world. He just had to put it together defensively and put it together physically. And we've seen these last few games what he can do on the perimeter defensively. Seven-foot-one guys are not supposed to be playing on the perimeter as well as he does. And he's really quick on his feet for his size. He really shouldn't be. He looks like one of those more lumbering centers, but he's – really guards the perimeter really, really well. And it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. That was hot. That was nice to see. <laughs> yeah, like you said, he's just – he's oozing with potential. And, you know, when whenever Stan Jones is, is your coach, there's a good chance he's going to get as much as he can out of you. So I'm excited to see Balsa just continue to – like I said earlier, continue to develop. And, like, by March, you know, I think he's just going to be on an even higher level than he's at right now. And I know we skipped over Raekwon Gray just real fast. But that dude is on another level. Just because we're starting to get used to him having great games. Yeah, 17, 8, and 2 against Louisville. He had 19, whatever and whatever against Carolina. He's just, he's exactly what we envisioned when he, when we first signed him. You know, that Draymond Green kind of player where he can do a little bit of everything. He can handle the ball, be a secondary playmaker, create for others, get to the rim when you need it. <laughs> no, no. And now the, now even the announcers are seeing it where they're like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a next Draymond Green. He's a next Draymond Green. Yeah. Mm. But he's, he's actually showing it. And if he can continue this throughout the rest of the ACC play, he's, he, he may not be here next season. <laughs> I can't wait for Saturday. It's going to be my fun. Friend. I'm going to be here. How many people are allowed inside? I'm going to have 25%, two beers. so it's like 2,800. Yeah. How many? Like 2,800-ish. It doesn't matter, yeah. man. There's still, a lot, most, still here. There's a lot of people. Yeah, and I, I think I'm most excited about the game because I won't be with Dustin this time. So I think it's going to be even better. My experience oh, no, is going to be enhanced. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You just get my tickets for free. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be great for you. <laughs> I might not get the I might not get the text on Saturday with the ticket screenshots. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck if you just got to the door and you're calling me and I'm like, oh, no. I don't know when the text just didn't send. Wow. That would be sad. Give me a good idea. I regret my decision on saying that statement, Dustin. I apologize to you. But, yeah, uh, quick preview on that one, Austin, because I know you guys are – you and Dustin are trying to do another instant reaction on Saturday to that game. So, like we said with Florida State, you know, since their COVID pause, they've won three straight, dominating all three games. You know, even though the Louisville game ended up being 13 points, it never felt like it was that close. 
Uh, Louisville got it down to eight. Florida State immediately went on a 12-2 run right after that. They've won their last three games by an average of 17 points, just absolutely killing people. Clemson went on a, about a 10-day pause after beating NC State in Miami. Since they've come back, they've gotten absolutely smoked by Virginia, losing by 35 at home. Then going on the road and losing to Georgia Tech by like 17. 18. 18. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech solid. <laughs> Georgia Tech solid. I don't want to discredit them. They play basketball. They do. Chris Bosch went there. And Derek Favors was a top three pick. My point exactly. Yeah. Long Had time no ago. idea. Long time ago. Had no idea that they played basketball at Georgia Tech. They finished fifth in the ACC last year. That's how bad the ACC was bro, last I'm, year. You never bro. viewed in. You never viewed. You know, stop by in Atlanta to watch a good old Georgia Tech basketball game. Los, come on. Uh, nah. so, not my cup of tea, man. That's not my. That's not my thing. Clemson's on a downswing. That that's really the best way to say it. They cannot create on offense right now. Um, Nick Honors taking too many shots. And he's not creating for everyone else. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, and Florida State's as smooth as they've been offensively ever. And I think you've got that prime ABC slot, 3 p.m. You've got a lot of momentum. You've got a lot of motivation wanting to get revenge for that game that they should have won in late December. Really, the only reason Clemson won was because they shot 33 free throws compared to Florida State's nine. Yeah, they went on that late, they went on that late run at the end of the game where they were hitting some tough shots. But it, it really just came down to free throws. And as long as Florida State cleans those up, they take smarter threes because in that first game they were oh, they were bad from three. Nine of 32. Florida State should not be taking 32 threes. They're a very talented shooting team, but they do not need to be taking more than 27 threes. Um, yeah, and they hit nine threes on Monday night in Louisville on 21 attempts. So. Yeah, and that came to, what, 43%, I think? Yep. So as, as long as you stay in that, like – 16 to 22 range from three, you're going to make damn near half of them just because of how talented this team is from shooting the ball. And they're going to get those looks by creating, getting inside. And Clubs is one of those teams that doesn't have a real shot blocker. You know, Sims is a very good player, but he's not a great shot blocker. All their defense comes from being tough on the perimeter, having that pack line defense that, you know, we've seen from Virginia, Louisville, uh, Indiana. Florida State's seen it a lot already this season. They should be a little bit more used to it. And now that you have Raekwon Evans, who's playing more confidently, he's going to be able to drive in those gaps. Scotty Barnes is going to be able to drive in those gaps. Raekwon Gray is going to be able to drive in those gaps and kick to the Wyatt Wilkes and the Anthony Polites if he plays, MJ Walker, et cetera, et cetera, and just keep feeding on that all night long. You know, Wyatt Wilkes, man, <clears throat> that game, you called it, man. If, I if called he, it. I absolutely called it. Yeah. I said he's been here. disappointing the last few games. He's due for 17, and he had 13 in, like, 16 minutes. Giving you your well-deserved it's credit. Always, always hit when they're supposed to hit. Always hit when they're supposed to hit. And, and everyone was like, oh, God, Anthony Polite's out. Oh, God, we're starting Wyatt Wilkes. <laughs> oh, my God, he has six points in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. It's, he's one of those players. He's either all the way on or all the way off, and thank God he is all the way on against Louisville. Bruh. Did we give our – do we – we haven't – we haven't done – have we done score predictions for games? I feel like we have, right? I always save mine for the article. Yeah, you save yours. I'm not I, I don't, I'm not cutting you off for anything. I just was like, wait, I'm making sure yeah. I get my score prediction. I, I will say I like Florida State by a lot this game. Mm. 
Okay. okay. I wanted to say it for Louisville and the people that were keeping up with me in the Discord kept saying I kept saying the more and more I watch film and the more I, more I break stuff down, the more and more I like Florida State. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my prediction I always said eight, but I really wanted to put we're going to win by 15. I really felt that confident going into that game. I'll take that one, Austin, and I'll go ahead and take that one because I was honestly going to say plus 12. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say Florida State double-digit victory. So. Be honest with you guys, I don't get the chance to look at the actual game much, but I do get to look at box score, mm-hmm. percentage shots, and a lot of stuff like that. And if you watch both games, you watch both teams, you look at box scores over the last couple of games they play. Austin, you break down a lot of numbers and you watch guys' momentum because you obviously you have a lot of info on it, inside info on it, and you and and you talk about the rhythm and we're not having polite and starting this guy. People didn't think he was going to come in, and then and six points in two minutes is. Because he's been on, it's, it's a rhythm that people are on. And if you watch it and you look at the percentage of guys shooting, I mean, yeah, you want to take Florida State by plus 10. Because if they get on the late run in the game, you talk about the guys closing for Leonard Hamilton, he puts closers into the into, into the game. And he's known for putting closers in. And my time at Florida State, that was Michael Snare. He mm-hmm. was busting them. It's, speaking of Snare, uh, it's the nine-year anniversary of him hitting that shot against Duke. I know we he was, but I mean, and we had uh, number three, Luke. I can't remember Luke's last name. Luke Lux. Luke was Bam, bust him on the podcast. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? I mean, we we've had. I mean, I when I, I was young, I was a freshman. I mean, but I remember watching these guys hitting crucial shots against big-time programs that you grew up learning about, North Carolina and Duke and such like that. So, I mean, these guys are coming on the roll and they're getting the opportunity to play when other guys are sitting on the bench and they get hot. And that's why I asked that question earlier. This is the type of team that can go into and compete for an ACC championship because of COVID restrictions, because of these things going up and down, guys have opportunity to get minutes. And the more minutes they play, the hotter they can get. They can be on the streak. Yeah, and the one thing about the Louisville game, the reason I was so confident going into that game was because they were the one of the worst teams in the country against ball screens. They're bottom ten in the country at, at defending ball screens. Now against Clemson, you're going to have to change things up a little bit. They've got a very very good ball screen defense. They're you know top seventy five percent. Where they're bad at is you know those corner threes, those wing threes, where you can drive and kick and get those spot up chances. You know, they're bottom 25% on spot-up shots, defending them. So if you get if you can get into those gaps and kick out, you know, Florida State's going to have a very, very good chance of winning this game. They just can't be one – it can't be one of those games like last time where they just settle for threes. But I think Florida State's learned from their COVID break. They've learned from film. They've seen these last few games. Hey, we can, we can get in these gaps. We can drive them. And we can get the open looks instead of settling. I think Florida State wins by 10, uh, double digits like the rest of you guys have said. And it's going to be 69 to 79. Nice. Clemson at least gets 69. But I don't think they get that much. I don't think they get that much. I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. You were only scored 65. Yeah. And but pretty much the entire second half, we're like, yeah, okay, we're up 12. Go ahead. True. I I just kind of said 69 because I'm immature. Uh, let's see what else. We're supposed to not be doing those type of things on this podcast, but hey, it's all good. Um, hey, it's all good. It's the last move us one. on. It's the last grand finale. Been uh, a great uh, example. <laughs> uh, raffle off tickets for Clemson game is on here, Dustin. Dustin, these are your tickets. I'm going to be sitting with whoever gets picked here for the. Di- for They're going to the sit with you. Like I, I I'm not <laughs> surprised. Logan's going to be in the middle. 
between two fellow Discord people. Carlos, I offered you, Carlos, I offered you all six of these tickets and you said no. So I don't even. No, no, no. I'm not mad at you, Dustin. No, you got every right to say what you said. I tried, bro. He's the prize. It's not the prize. It's not the prize. But I got to be there to cover it. Someone's got to be there to cover it. Got to be there to cover it. I got to go cover it on my. You'll probably send not even ten points the whole game. Yeah, well, it depends on how much beer I get. It won't be spiked <laughs> this time, at least. It won't be spiked. That is true, because that's depending on who you're sitting next to. We'll see. Yeah, we got some content. We got some contenders in here. <laughs> okay, name off these uh, names uh, that we're right, wrapping. You, like, you got like your thing. So we got Ben. I got my thing set. I got it ready. You got Ben. I'm not going to use his full Discord name. Just go Ben. Okay. Yeah. Can't use the full thing. <laughs> we got Q- we got QB seven. Well, yep, one of the most active guys inside the server. We've got Sweet Knoll Seven. Sweet Knoll. Yep, <laughs> one of our very active two in there. Um, and Tribeholics. Shout out to Caleb, our guy over there doing his own podcast game and network. Shout out to Caleb. Which, before we announce the winner, another reason to become a chief member of the No Game Day Patreon and Discord. You get benefits like this where you might get free tickets to a Florida State game. Be one of the biggest ones of the season at the tuck. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. You gotta yeah. be a chief. You gotta be a chief. You gotta be this a chief. This is only available to chief members. Chief members in the Discord. If you're not even in the Discord, that's like the starting problem. But you know, entering the Patreon, you can start Garnet and Gold, whichever you'd like. But the chief tier, you get your nuggets first before anybody else. You get sometimes you get you we go in there maybe explain the nugget maybe a little bit more extra nuggets in there than maybe the garnet and gold members have uh, you, honestly you get a, a little, little, sauce, a little the, sauce on those nuggets I'm a little sauce, you, the sauce comes on the nuggets and the nate is dropping nuggets like mcdonald's man i've been doing more nuggets than nate lately give me put some respect on my name oh it's like, here you go salty it's like, like Chick- fries <laughs> like chick-fil-a nuggets they just taste so good with polynesian sauce right los the most barbecue sauce can i be honest though give me the deluxe with bacon and let oh. me get the avocado ranch mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go bold let, let me let me go fat boy give me the 30 piece nugget no sauce Ooh. no sauce Oh my god, no way. What you drinking? A large lemonade? You got nah, fruit some. punch. Fruit, fruit punch. punch. Oh. Their fruit punch is differently. Either. I don't Austin, know why. I swear as like a 12-year-old, I swear. <laughs> hey, spicy deluxe, man. If only they had a uh I need I'm trying to stay fit now. I'm trying to trim down a little bit lows for this race that we're gonna have. So I need I need like a grilled version. I need a spicy deluxe grilled version. They get that going, it's over. I'm I'm gonna be there every night. All right, let's let's raffle these off real quick so we can get out of here so I can actually eat dinner. Uh, let me go do this. It. One, two, three, four. Okay, four people. Here we go. Four people. There will be two winners. Whoever and... wins the first one, delete their name off. So yeah, it's just three people on the second one. Yeah. All right, it's going. It is going. Three, two, one. Sweet Noel is our first winner, Dustin. What is, what first is winner. Okay. Sweet Noel. Let me put that in. It's Very well deserved. First winner. I, I like the name. I, I love Sweet Noel in there. She's awesome. She, she, if you're able to hang around us idiots in there in that Discord 24-7, my props to you. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, hopefully I actually get to meet her on Saturday. All right. Let me do the next name. Let me remove her name and that. All right. Let's go on. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh. oh god i already know who it ben is. i already knew it i already knew it <laughs> as soon oh, as he said oh, man. my face like <laughs> my face and my eyes yeah have fun with that one i'm scared for my life i'm scared for my life uh ben if nobody really knows or listening if you're not in discord you'd probably know but ben is a uh, raging alcoholic uh, <laughs> and a raging so. better this yeah, would be yeah. a great game for Dustin to go because they could just talk about Russian soccer for an hour. Yeah, Dustin's going to miss out on this, but I have to deal with it. So, Ben and Sweet Noel, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, y'all can plan ahead. Hopefully, y'all can uh, get over to the tuck for a great game. I'll be there along with alongside my friends. So, shout out to our Chief Tier members. Always the best. Uh, we love you guys. I uh, appreciate y'all's support 24-7. But, I think that's pretty much going to do it, guys. This was, once again, another jam-packed episode. Um, once again, thank you so much for listening on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify. Hit that subscribe button on all of those platforms so then you will actually be notified. Get a notification on y'all's phone whenever we release a new episode. Uh, it's quick and easy to do, so make sure you hit the sub button on whatever platforms you are currently listening to this on. I'm actually working on a few guests right now to bring on uh, the next couple of weeks. I know I keep on saying that, but I got into a few DMs today and excited for having a, uh, some guys on here, uh, some guys that are in the NFL too. So uh, working on that. Also, like we said, kind of teased at the beginning of the episode, uh, but really excited to announce uh, a cool little thing that uh, we've been given the opportunity to and look out for that on Monday. Got some new energy coming over here. Uh, so really excited to announce that next week. So keep a lookout. Thank you guys so much. Y'all enjoy the game this Saturday. And we'll talk to you guys next Thursday night. Peace.